Hello, fellow insomniacs, and welcome back to End of the Night Minute. This is the podcast where every week a new set of Movies by Minutes hosts stays up late to discuss the fairly unknown 1985 John Landis film Into the Night, one velvety dark minute at a time. My name is Pete Mummert, and I'm going to level with you. I haven't slept in 26 days. (laughs) (laughs) And in keeping with the theme of the show, I'm going to talk low and very, (laughs) very seriously. I'm... uh, your other co-host, Jerry Porter. Good to see you again today, Jerry. Or I guess tonight yeah, it's, it's a... two a.m. <laughs> a little bit past the witching hour, but I, yeah. I I'm excited, Jerry, because our guest tonight comes all the way from the Indiana Jones Minute, and uh, I, I I wasn't sure we were going to get him, but he is one of the great fans and experts of this uh, what he calls John Landis masterpiece, and he's here all this week to help us understand <laughs> what makes this film a truly great work of art. So, Tom Taylor, welcome to the program. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Jerry. It's good to be here. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this film with you guys. I'm glad you asked me on. This is this is this is going to be good. I fe- <laughs> I feel like we've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> this voice is familiar to me. <laughs> you know what? I can't get the dog out of the room. <laughs> What's going on, Keepy? No, I'm doing a podcast. What do you mean that literally? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I literally can't. <laughs> Hang on a second. She's a very I know nice you like dog. hanging out with me. Yeah. Well, except it's a he. Hang on a minute. I was trying to. It was a he in the movie, too. Huh? <laughs> does this happen every time you guys record? It does. It does. Wow. Yeah. We, we should take it sounds it out, so professional but... on the air, but I guess we'll okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of professional, tonight we're talking about Minute 61 of Into the Night. Minute 61 begins with Ed, the everyman hero, walking into the lovely Century Towers master suite, and it ends 60 seconds later with him being choked by a man with a perm. And no, Jerry, that is not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, I, I don't, uh, I, I really like the way this, this is set up. It's like really creepy. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, is this, uh, this little scene where, where, where Ed sort of surveys the room he just walked into and it's a murder scene, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering, is this, there's something kind of a, like a Charles Manson helter skelter vibe going on here. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way. Is it, I mean, yeah. I don't know why I, I feel that way, but it just, it just, it, I don't know. It feels like that. There's there's men and women, and they're uh, they've been brutalized. And Tates and Labiancas all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It is, yeah, and it's so it's so jarring too because it's mm-hmm. like I lo- I kind of love the decor in this place. It's so over the top, like eighty yeah. chic. And it, it it I think one of the things I like about this movie, while it has I will say lots of flaws, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I like just how drenched in eighties nostalgia, L.A. nostalgia, this is. It is a fine line between, especially with the 80s, maybe, or maybe that's just from, from I think you guys are about the same age as I am, but it's like you you get, there's a fine line between, oh, look at that perfect, beautiful 80s 
nostalgia like look at this place oh it's it's like all chrome and shiny and beige and oh it's beautiful it's between that and oh my god look at this place it's so 80s oh (laughs) yeah it's so shiny and chrome and beige i wonder what the yeah i think also if we saw this apartment today like when he would go out in the lobby where the elevator is that wood paneling would just look terrible oh god this building is from the 80s you can tell look how terrible this looks right yeah maybe but in the 80s, I mean, when it wasn't nostalgia, I don't know. There's just something about how over the top this all is that I really like. What's, you know, what's funny is I had a question about this minute uh, specifically for you here, Pete. Oh. Because, um, you know, speaking of the opulence of this this uh, penthouse, in the background is a chaise lounge. Mm-hmm. And um, I want I wanted to ask you, you know, when I saw that, I immediately thought of you and I just wondered <laughs> yeah, if you, my therapist office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever uh, correctly enjoyed a chaise lounge, Pete? Uh, correctly, I'm going to say no. Yes. Is there a right way and a wrong way? Yeah. Well, I think I mean, what what is what is its function there? It's it's because it's a little different than a chair. It's like a chair that you can rest your legs on and you're sort of reclining. Mm-hmm. And, but then it's like an ultra recline. It's like a, a chair with an ottoman attached to it or something like that's part of <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But is there, is there a difference between a, a chaise lounge and a, a, a daybed? Oh, God. See, that's, that's, no, that's fascinating. That was where I wanted this to go. (laughs) (laughs) And we're here because I thought about that. And I, you know, I would say, I I mean, I'm not a chaise lounge type of guy or a daybed type of guy because it's like, I'm I'm thinking, like, I feel kind of sick. It's like, because it's like I'm lying down, but it's the day. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, is that is if it if this thing is a daybed, is that sort of like a like a, a microcosm of, of Jeff Goldblum's whole problem? He's he's in bed, but he's awake. Oh, nice. It's the daytime, yeah. it's nighttime, it's all the same. <laughs> Day, bed, everything. <laughs> it's also super awkward though if you go to someone's house and you're like you don't go to someone's house and lie well, I mean, generally you don't go to someone's house and lie down on her or his bed. You know, when Jerry you first does, get over there. Well, yeah, Jerry yeah. Does, That's why I hesitated there. But I mean, that, that, that could be kind of awkward. You know, like you go over to Jerry's house and you just the first thing you do is lie down. Well, Goldie, <laughs> Goldie, I mean, Goldie yeah, Locks did it. <laughs> Goldilocks did it. <laughs> three times. First thing, yeah. yeah. Goes in, makes it three times. I, don't, I mean, it, but what is the purpose of it? First of all, I looked it up. Like, do you know, Pete, do you know what the, you, you're, you know, you know, you're Pete Mumer. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, do you know the appropriate pronunciation of it? It's a chaise longue. Oh, God. I knew it. I know you can't. You can't. You can try and do a, 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 a an end run on this guy, and he tackled you. <laughs> no, well, yeah. I look. It has both. I guess both pronunciations are yeah. appropriate. Chaise lounge and whatever you just said. See, when I think when I think chaise lounge, I think of a like a poolside chair. Sure. Oh, really? Like yeah. one of those, you know, like wicker things where you kind of it has the slats in the back that you can adjust. So you can be either. Is like that, you know what I wonder? Is it, it does it does it harken back to like the Victorian era where you would get people, and during the day they would like, just yeah. <laughs> mysteriously take to bed. You have so many callers yeah. during the day that yeah. you have to just yeah. sit down for a minute and lounge, <laughs> exactly. collect yourself. <laughs> 
Well, they, they called it a fainting couch, right? Like you had to, like you would be overcome by the vapors, and you would just have to, <laughs> yeah. you'd have to go faint for a little while. Right. Exactly. You'd put the back of your hand on your forehead, yeah. and a fit of womanly hysteria overcomes you, and you need a place to just stretch <laughs> out for a second, collect your wits. <laughs> but you, but you'd never actually go up into bed. Right. Well, that's the beauty of it. You, you, yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to walk that far. Yeah. You could be lazy. Yeah. Although this one is by the bed, so uh, I'm not that's sure really what purpose it That's really lazy. Oh, my serves. God. Yeah. It's like a little nap on the way to bed. <laughs> a little nap in the I have a question here. How did, how did uh, all this happen? So Ed comes in, and he sees, you know, all the gore. And first of all, I- I- am I correct thinking that uh, the women were shot but the men have been stabbed. Um, I don't know. I can't really tell for sure if the women were not stabbed or if they were shot. They're just bloody. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You know, if, yeah, when I get the close-ups of the two guys. The first one looks like she might have been shot in the chest. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It is it's weird. It's a pretty gruesome scene. Like, did they have, did, what, what were they? Because they're all in different parts of the room. Like, did he come in and stab one and the others are just kind of standing there? Like that, this, if there's ever a time to use a fainting couch, this would be it. <laughs> Yet nobody used it. Right. Nobody used the stabbing couch either, anyway. except for Carl Perkins. <laughs> Carl Perkins. Well, what's, what's, uh, what's weird is so, did David Bowie do all of this? I would have to and, think so. Wait, I, please and refresh it, my memory. Whose apartment is this? She was going up to see. It's that one guy. One of the two dead guys. Nightclub. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, the guy yeah. who, who Carl Parkins works for. Yeah. Carl Parkins. Did you guys see uh, 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 Mystery Train, the Jim Jarmusch movie? I realize no. I quote that more than no. almost any other movie, and I didn't never even realize that, but I can't say the name Carl <laughs> Carl Perkins because they keep saying Carl Parkins. So all these years that those quotes have been going right over our head. So, yeah. yeah. Almost every <laughs> sentence I say has a, has a Mystery Train quote in it. <laughs> well, he's just like going. Oh, Tommy's got that affectation. Yeah, Sonny, I don't really know. We're talking about it only shows following up. it. All of a sudden, he's talking yeah. about Jiffy Squid and plums and. <laughs> no, it's 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 he he brings it up whenever he gets his blue suede shoes out. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I can't believe that that's Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's uh, I know, I know almost it. nothing about Carl Perkins or Carl Perkins, and he uh. He's good. He's a good actor. He's got a nice uh, presence in this thing. He's 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 gruff. Well, he 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 was in a, a famously horrific automobile accident in 1956. Oh wow! That uh, sort of yeah. It's uh, it. Um, I mean, he's like you know one of the the early pioneers of rock and roll slash rockabilly. Isn't it sort of like kind of is, is, yeah. isn't it like the the short version? Like he was the sort of legit version of what El- Elvis became. Like Elvis sort of took over and kind of outshined him or something. And but he was the real deal. And Elvis was sort of a flashier. I don't know, more palatable. You know, you you realize you realize there's a target on your back right now. I know. Or I'm going to get. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm visiting here. <laughs> this is your guys' show. I'm just visiting. <laughs> so you, you can forward them. If no, you, need to. you know it's 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 funny you mentioned that because I did uh, I did read a little bit about uh, Carl, whatever you call him, and <laughs> Carl Perkins, and uh, there was a thing. Wait, he got in this automobile accident, and they rear-ended a truck, and um, he you know he was knocked unconscious and i believe 
it may have been the drummer who like he it was really crazy he was lying down and there was like uh, water coming in the car and the drummer turned him over and somehow got him out. Wow. It, it was one of the, I think it was the drummer, it was one of the other band members who was driving. You wanted to be the, and then the drummer. Oh, died the drummer died. the drummer to they, be the hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they left, I know. This is really <laughs> handsome. They left the drummer behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this wonderful drummer. No. Well, when he sent- had written Blue Suede, he wrote Blue Suede Shoes. And then uh, while he was recuperating in the hospital, uh, like Elvis's uh, band, like DJ Fontana, the drummer, and uh, the other dude, I can't remember, one of the other guys came and uh, to his hospital bed, and they said, hey, you know, Elvis sends his best. And then there was something, I think Elvis did blue suede shoes on like the Ed Sullivan show. Oh while uh, Carl Perkins was uh, recovering in the hospital. That's obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that may have been what it That's was. Like Michael Jackson to, buying the rights to the like Beatles that. songs. Yeah, when, uh, after Paul McCartney <laughs> gives him the idea. But he didn't. He didn't like do a Beatles, you know, marathon concert while John Lennon was dying. That would have even been. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so Carl Perkins apparently he uh he he you know he he that that was in 1956 and he recovered and he had a great career and you know what I love his last album was entitled Go Cat Go. which is something that we say uh on this show every once in a while we do yes yeah yeah we i well i have yeah yeah we say you know i'll give a spoiler alert it may show up in crystal skull oh (laughs) see there's a little there's a little easter egg (laughs) (laughs) is uh does, does does carl parkins have a perm or do you think is this is his natural hair i paid a lot of attention to that and i tried i i don't know but it I can't believe that's his real hair. This was Perm Central. Like this time was kind yeah. of Perm City. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Looks very TJ Hooker Shatner. Yeah. Purple. Yeah. Although it was Shatner's a, like a, did he get a perm toupee? I get. I think Burt Reynolds did too. Like they they, they went through <laughs> such shocking changes. I mean, I'm 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 looking up Carl Perkins right now. Yeah, I've, I've been looking at pictures and I'm, yeah, I'm confused. It's hard to. I think he. No, you know what? I'm going to go with he. He went a Burt Reynolds route. Yeah, I think he did too. Yeah, I think he went a Burt Reynolds route. Because did he have that kind of curly hair in the old days? He had a kind of slick back, so it's hard to tell. Yeah, he yeah. had the like it's it like super rockabilly. Or, yeah, yeah, he was like uh, you know. No like joke. The, the opposite of Eugene Levy, who started out with a huge, crazy Jewish afro and now has very smooth, <laughs> coiffed hair when you see him now. Yeah. Um, Do you guys catch the movie playing in the background? Yeah. Is that uh, Abbott, Abbott, and Abbott and Costello? Yeah. 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 Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. But which I think is brilliant how he has the, you know, the the movie is essentially the soundtrack for mm-hmm. this scene. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, the scene like Close that. Encounters when he wakes up to the cartoon and then then oh and, yeah and yeah the girls watching oh yeah uh, Duck Dodgers yeah yeah totally and there's an especially good example of that in the next minute mm-hmm. of of this playing the soundtrack of the scene and there's there's all sorts of uh, I don't know, just sort of screams and just mm-hmm. weird noises that 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 that, that punctuate. I almost want to say like the non-action of this scene. It's yeah. but it's really suspense yeah. suspenseful. Gives you something to do while Jeff Goldman's just plodding along with this stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it's kind yeah. of flickering. Like it looks very 
very unreal. One of the things I like about this movie is is the surreality of it. And I'll get into that more later this week. But I like that, that the way it's flickering there in the background the whole time yeah. just mm-hmm. really lends it this air of surreality that I love. Well, and, and so explain the scene before, you know, Ed comes in like everybody's just at home all dressed up in their their best and their evening gowns and their tuxes and they're watching abbott and costello meet frankenstein <laughs> in the in the in the bedroom yeah <laughs> or apparently in the entire apartment because like all the tvs throughout or, the apartment were on weren't they and they were all that's yeah. true yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. are they all showing the same show or are they all I think they tuned are. to the same channel yeah i think yeah. that yeah they are it's weird that it's all back it here is. like he spent like what felt like 20 minutes in the apartment, like just kind of going from place to place, not on the balcony and checking it all out. And then he finally comes in here and that's where everybody is. And so it's, yeah, you wonder like what the, like Michelle Pfeiffer gets here and she's supposed to meet the guy. And did, was David Bowie there already killing people or did she do the same thing that, that Ed does here? Like kind of look around, Hey everybody, where are you? And ends up in the bedroom and then she's got a knife to her throat. And I don't know. It's weird. Well, that yeah. What's weird is she goes up, what maybe ninety seconds before he does. Kind of, yeah, yeah, not that long. Yeah, maybe like maybe three minutes, four minutes. You know, it takes him a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, so she had like the Marion gasp. He's like, (gasps) and then it was like he grabbed her and put his hand over her mouth and took her behind the curtain, and then Ed walked in. I guess so. God, if you were David Bowie. You would be so frustrated. <laughs> like, how many people are going to keep waltzing in here? Well, he might enjoy it. This might be kind of like, hey, I, I finally get to get some action today. <laughs> like, like the old the, the old razor is getting rusty. He looks a lot like uh, Gary Oldman in the one shot of him. In this, he does uh, in this movie. Yeah, he does. Oh, you know what kind of creeped me out is uh, how much his acting in this movie. It feels like Ricky Gervais. Oh my God, Pete. I was going to say the exact same thing. That's hysterical. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's eerie. It's, it's like really uncanny. weird. Like in the, uh, in the scene earlier, when, he, when, he, when you first see him, his first scene in the movie, yeah. he sounds so yeah. much like Ricky Gervais. And I I even thought yeah. that a little bit watching, uh, was it maybe The Office? I, I don't know if I was thinking that, that, that Ricky Gervais reminded me of David. I don't know, but there's a weird thing there. Yeah. I don't know if it's like from the, the same part of town or something or the same part of England or... I yeah, I don't know. Is, but yeah, there's something going on there. That's funny. <laughs> did you ever did you ever see that episode of Extras with David Bowie on? Yes. That's incredible. <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I yeah. don't want to spoil it. If if you haven't ever seen Extras, uh the David Bowie episode is is beautiful. Yeah. And while you're at it, watch the Patrick Stewart episode too. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh I you know, I had one more question. Uh Diana is remarkably cold blooded about all of her friends getting murdered and all of this stuff going on. Mm. And I, I kind of get the sense that she's not maybe as cute and fun and kind as, as Ed seems to think. What do you guys think about that? She was toughened up during her years with uh, Tony Montana and Scarface. That left her very <laughs> jaded and cold. <laughs> well, she talks about, like like you mentioned, her friends. Uh-huh. But who, who in this movie is a friend of hers? She's got that one who's clearly her friend, the um, Catherine Harold. Is that her name? The actress? She's good. She's on Larry Sanders. And she's yeah. in Modern Romance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's a friend. But the, yeah, you do sort of wonder like, oh, she's my friend because she has a phone. Or she's my friend because yeah. she can get me something, you know. Yeah. Or maybe she meant it in the Sicilian sense. Like, 
Oh, they're friends of ours. <laughs> <laughs> they're part of our thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything else about this minute, gentlemen? I don't think so. Not for me. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's it's eerie. It's well filmed and it's uh it's well shot. It's very very interesting. It is, and it, it, it it's uh, it's fun doing these with you, Jerry. It's always uh, a pleasure. I don't know if you've heard Jerry on another podcast before, but he he's always very positive about the shows he's watching. And it's it's, <laughs> it's no exception here, so I'm enjoying this. And uh, we should uh, ask our guest, Tom. You uh, are involved in the podcasting world as well. I am. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Would you Would you like to let people know uh, where they can hear your dulcet tones? Yeah, my friends and I do a show kind of similar to this called the Indiana Jones Minute, where we, uh, as you can guess, we discuss the Indiana Jones films one minute at a time. And uh, we've done the first three, and we are hard at work on our Crystal Skull season. Um, and hope to get it out sometime before the next movie comes out. Oh, that sounds maddening. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Or do you? <laughs> I see nothing but smooth sailing in your future, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. I hope so. And you too, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. And listeners, I see nothing but smooth sailing for you as well. Unless you are perhaps as tired as I am and maybe even a little bit confused, you can always find Into the Night podcast on iTunes or Google Play, if you don't remember where you found it this time, or at nightminute.com. And if it's too chilly to roam the streets looking for something exciting, you can find this podcast on social media at The King Lives Listener's Limo on Facebook or on Twitter at Night Minute. And now, fellow insomniacs, I haven't slept in a really long time, so... Please come back tomorrow night and find out that you can't sleep either. Or just join us here next time for another episode of End of the Night Minute. God, that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Do we thank you or what? I say I fall in the or what category.